0: hi guys welcome to another episode of on ghetto stories it's your girl agnes but some of you guys know me as agnesita stay tuned welcome welcome back guys so today's episode i decided to just do something a little different because i've been having so many things that i really wanted to talk about and you know i couldn't and i felt like it wasn't just the right um time to kind of bring a whole new topic into the segment so i thought Let me just make today's, you know, segment as me ranting. Like, it's just going to be ranting, me giving my own little opinion, my two cents on things that have been going on. Because, baby, like, what's been on social media, my mind cannot just wrap around it. Like, it's only been March, guys. Like, can you imagine three months into this year and things have been going left, you know? That's just crazy so first and foremost let's kind of talk about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry you know like I'm sure you guys I I mean you kind of already know that they had a whole interview with Oprah um, in a, you know, secret location, wherever it is, because they kind of had to protect themselves, seeing as they already um, left the royal family, like the whole um, royal um, duty obligations, and they want to have their private um, life. And now we kind of found out on the interview why... <laughs> (laughs) this decision was of course we kind of knew that you know Megan wasn't truly truly happy when she got married like I felt like she was really happy with the idea that she was getting married to Prince Harry but then again I think she kind of found out like damn I'm really getting married to the whole family and the old family don't even like me like that you guys know what I'm talking about, you know, when you, (laughs) when you're really in love and love, but, you know, the family has a whole different, you know, perception of you and baby, it is clear knowing that, you know, she's a mixed person, and, you know, I mean, (laughs) things that were just on the interview was just, like, literally flabbergasting, like, I cannot imagine someone in the family asked um, Prince Harry how black the child will be when, you know, she gives birth, like, seriously like how black can the child really be like she's even mixed to begin with you know so it's like that's their you know their concern like that should literally be the least of their worries and to make matters worse they try to you know they kind of told her that the the kid won't be given any title or security and you know that's for me it's just like it's it's just mind-blowing I mean, you didn't exclude Kate, so why are you excluding Megan? Like, please do tell us. But also, I also kind of found out in this interview that, you know, the royal uh, family is also different from the whole royal institution, kind of like a whole family business, like a whole royal business. And they kind of follow and abide by the rules, in more so, not the society rules, but more like the orthodox way the traditional you know almost like they have a whole doctrine if that makes sense so sometimes it's really hard and something I kind of find um amazing and surprising you know because a lot of people just (laughs) poor queen like a lot of people just um assume everything that happened and all the decision that's been taken um everybody kind of just associate this with the queen but um you know to my own amazement it's kind of nice to know that the only person that that has been supporting, you know, the prince and the duchess during this whole trial times is the queen, you know, the grandma. And that's really, really nice. Like, at least they could have someone on their side. And what is just so disgusting to me is the fact that the father of Prince Harry literally cut him off from all financial, you know, securities. Like, all financial allowances, everything. Like, how could you really do that to your own son? Like, it doesn't even matter how, you know, apart they are or, you know, whatever decision Prince Harry chose to make. At the end of the day, he should still be your son and you should still be concerned about his security, about his safety out there in the world. So the fact that you cut him off, it's kind of like you're trying to prove a point you know when the father says you know when you leave i'm gonna disown you kind of thing and i'm gonna cut you off and you're gonna come back begging and crawling you know that kind of thing i felt like this he was trying to prove a point or make a point but i don't know it was just messy so i'm just glad that at least prince harry has you know the the inheritance from you know queen princess diana so that's just really amazing that it's enough for them and also um you know the duchess um Megan has been working before so i'm sure she has also some savings i'm sure they're going to really be fine and Megan could really tap back into her acting career and she's still going to make it cuz you know i really love her in the series suits you know she was amazing there so and this is also why i tell people really you should have your own thing going on even if you're married to a wealthy man or not because everything could still be gone in a split second you know it could like in this in these circumstances like obviously it's justifiable because really they didn't want to be controlled by the money or the wealth or the benefits they're receiving rather they just wanted to be happy and you know be happy with their kids because now they're having um another baby girl on the way so i'm kind of really really happy for them and that's just awesome so that's the end of my first rant the second rant that honestly (laughs) i've been dying to talk about is just the cheating, like, guys, the cheating, the breakups, oh my goodness, like, I just cannot believe that. Okay, so let's just <laughs> take them one at a time. So first off is um, J-Lo and um, A-Rod, so, you know, um, Jennifer Lopez, I mean, and, you know, she was kind of engaged to this um, baseball um, player, and, you know, they really seem like the... <laughs> perfect couple of course i know social media perception and everything but still we all kind of know um jlo to be um this kind of person that doesn't really stick into a relationship for too long so if it's really getting um bad toxic or uncomfortable she cuts it off as she should so the fact that actually these people we've been together for a long while and you know we kind of had the whole footage into their old life it was kind of nice and uh, i'm just sad that you know it kind of ended because i was like finally like finally they're going to get married like she's going to have her happy ending and wow even at her ha- like at her age i'm not sure if she's i think 15 now and she looks fucking amazing so the fact that you know I don't know. I was just like, she's gonna have her fairy tale ending and if J could have that and find love at the at that age she is now, then anyone could. And all of a sudden she's breaking up. I mean, I kinda know that, you know, they took the whole story back into the social media, they were back together again working on it, but I think that's just a lie because they really broke up, broke up and it's gonna keep fueling into the relationship, even if they still try to work it out, you know? Because the first time you kind of break breakup, divorce, whatever, into an argument or relationship, it never really is the same from there on out, honestly. Anyways, I have nothing to say in that, in that aspect. Moving on to the next <laughs> breakup subject matters, which is sweetie and Quavo-like. I mean, they've been in a relationship for about three years now. And honestly, I really kind of thought out of all the celebrities out there, you know, the rappers, I mean, that um, she was kind of the exception because it seemed that she was really private when it comes to relation, her relationship. But also, it seemed that she was happy and she was in a healthy um, relationship, I would, um, assume at that time, but, um, I mean, I'm glad she kind of cut off it, and she didn't try to keep the whole facade, like, okay, everybody kind of, you know, assumes or have this perception that I'm in a great loving relationship, so let me just try to keep it up, I'm glad, you know, she's kind of like, okay, you're giving your attention or whatever to other women, and I'm not here for it, and I'm not down for it, as she should, that's what a queen should do, and I'm glad, but it just sucks that really that people just take people for granted, you know, how could you have a whole beautiful ass, talented, loving person, human being like her, I mean, how could you do that, and then you try to, because, you know, she actually gave out a whole, she tweeted out, which, honestly, in my opinion, it could have gone worse, but she kept it classy and cute, you know, and the fact that Quavo had to reply to that tweeter, and kind of, in the tweets, it seemed that he actually <laughs> admitted to all the things and allegation, um, sweetie, um, pointed out to him, but then, in his own defense, is like, yeah, you were not the woman I thought you were, like, what the fuck does that even mean, like, that's just, that's just weird, like, I don't, I don't understand how men can try to flip out stuff, or, you know, be, I don't, I felt like he was honestly trying to get a reaction from her, and wanting a whole back and, back, back, back and forth, um, tweeting, or, you know, all this kind of nasty tweeting, whole series type of thing, but, I'm glad um Saweetie didn't fall for it, and she just simply wrote, take care. Now, people are saying that um, he probably took back the Bentley he bought her, which, <laughs> I mean, I feel like, <laughs> honestly, whatever you give your partner whilst you're in a relationship, it's theirs once, you know, the breakup happens. Like, I'm not about to give my ex the things, you know, he Gave me, or I'm not about to collect things I gave my ex when we're broken up. Like, that's just stupid. Like, in my opinion, because when you're really giving it, you're giving it because you wanted to give it. Like, it don't make no sense. It's almost like, you know, you're friends with someone and you gave your friends gifts and presents or whatever, and then you fall out and then you're trying to tell her or him, like, I want this, I want that. That's just childish, in my opinion. Like, things should still be their things like it's no longer your things although now i don't know like in the whole um bentley case situation with Quaven sweetie like if he bought the bentley in his name and they put her name on it <laughs> then okay i will kind of feel like okay maybe it's like like i won't collect it back but if she would give i mean i don't know i feel like i might want to give it back because. It's in his name. And anyway, Suede can buy herself another family. Like, she's that rich. She's that successful. But then again, the pettiness in me will not give it back. But, I don't know. I feel like she doesn't have to give it back. But if she really wants to and she doesn't want his name on it, etc., then okay. Then she chooses to. But other than that, I don't think she she should be forced to give it back. But if Quavo is as petty as a woman, then, okay, great, I guess he's going to go get it back, and he will get it, because anyways, the car is in his name, period, and this is why you need to be careful when people get you stuff, like, they need to be your name, if he gets that bag, that house, that car, he better be on your name, okay, because also, I feel like people just be trying to, you know, act smart. Like, that was smart. I feel like that was, like, he knew what he was doing when he bought that car in his name. Because why would you do that? Like, you, I don't know. I mean, that's just something. I don't know. I feel like also a lot of men, they do that to some women they're with, you know. They buy the house, but in not in the girl's name, just in their name. And they kind of use that to manipulate them into staying longer than they should in the relationship enough of that okay the next breakup <laughs> honestly guys i know i've been talking about breakups but we're still gonna move on soon but the other breakup i really wanted to talk about was um gary owens i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him but he's one of a good you know caucasian comedian out there and you know they have an interracial um relationship uh, because he was married to um, a black woman and you know honestly they've really been together for a very long time like six seven years okay I mean you know long term in a <laughs> in a relationship um, in a celebrity relationship Hollywood kind of thing you know so it's kind of sad that they're you know, she filed for divorce, but I don't know, I feel like that could also have something to do with the whole pandemic, um, the whole COVID thing, so that's just sad, but anyways, I kind of wish them the best, I don't think anyone um stepped out of their relationship, like, you know, went out to do something, so I think it just kind of fell out due to other reasons that we do not know about, but anyways, it was still kind of sad to know that they were, you know, Filing for divorce. Oh, also, um, another one I really wanted to talk about was <laughs> um, two um, celebrities. Um, one got cheated on and the other cheated on their partner. So let's take a break and we'll be right back. So in case you don't know me, I'm a cloth hoarder. This means buying clothes, keeping clothes, and buying more clothes with the old clothes being in the closet. Yes, I admit it's a really bad habit because it really makes my closet cluttered and it gives little to no space. But what I've done now is I found an application through a friend called Vinted.pl, V-I-N-T-E-D. pl, as I'm based in Warsaw Poland so I upload all my clothes that I don't wear that I've worn once twice or just a few times and whoever is interested can just tap and buy you can search my name by typing Agnesita double, S, double T. see you guys welcome back guys so let's dive right in so um <laughs> this conversation has been going on i'm not sure if you guys know of this celebrity she's called um simi and um on twitter anyways she's called simply simi uh she's a nigerian um artist she sings really love songs and this heart-touching music and she's married to Adekunle gold which is also they're both Nigerians by the way. And um he also sings love songs. So together they're both saying love touching music, basically, period, you know. And you would you would just think that, you know, they're really in love because they recently had a child. You know, they were so goofy and jovial on social media, like really they were really themselves. And really see me comes across as this unbothered you know person like she's an easygoing girl and um Adekunle Gold honestly seemed very genial guy like a genial person but uh, you know what they say oh you never really know what's really going on behind someone's closed doors so to be able to find out that Adekunle Gold cheated on his wife oh a lot of Nigerians were pissed I was pissed even though I don't live in Nigeria no more but I was pissed because I love that music like I honestly share you know their music his music to my really close friends who are really into musical um stuff because and they love it because you know music is so universal as I posted recently on my Instagram honestly music is where logic ends and the feeling starts and I honestly really believe in that so i really honestly love their music and i just thought they really stood by you know what their art and creativity is all about but i guess not so i honestly don't know now if they broke up or she forgave him or she's taking some time out for us you know for herself just to you know think is true and i can kind of decide what to where to go from that because now they have a whole child together and I mean, I feel like breaking up becomes harder, especially when you just recently become a mother. All the hormones are still kicking in. You're kind of thinking about everything now, you know, with the whole child and everything. And you can already see how, you know, parenting is whilst you're together with your husband, with the child, how happy that child is. So to kind of have to th- make a whole different decision, inside you kind of are feeling guilty that are you are you being selfish i mean maybe you should give it another another chance for the sake of the child and it's just messy i mean i wouldn't know because i am no mother but i've heard from you know a lot of my friends that a mother you knows and even i mean i don't know it's just it's just crazy it's just really crazy it's just sad to know that nobody's perfect out there you know Anyways, enough of those couples. Um, the last, <laughs> the last person I'm gonna be talking about is um Derek Jackson. So basically, this guy is an American um, relationship guru, as they call him. He recently published out a book. Now he always, I mean, you could find him on Instagram twitter and i believe also on youtube but he makes a um, relationship um like comment he gives relationship advice you know he's like this guy that comes across as he is one of the good guys you know and he knows what he's talking about that you should never cheat on your wife you should treat your girl like you know all this bs i mean not bs but all this good good stuff only to find out that he cheated on his wife, like, I mean, few years back. Not recently, but still few years back. But they were, you know, they were married. They were still together. And he stepped out of the relationship. Not with one woman, but with multiple. Can you believe that, guys? I was just livid. Oh, child, because... How can uh how can you just, you know, um uh, I don't know guys. I just feel like um people just need to at least, you know, admit all their wrongdoings before they start, you know, claiming they're holier than Tao or their saint, you know. So uh, and you know, to know to think about it, is my friend had just got his book and I literally had to send the whole thing to her like look what's just happened now and that's just weird because how do you read someone's book knowing what he's done you know of course the content in itself is great but i feel like fans and audience and people they tend to kind of you know believe the book and follow by the advice that's been given once they know you know the author and they know how good of a man this author so claims to be which right now he really isn't so I mean he did um you know make a he made a video with his wife um as of yesterday you know holding um holding his uh her her hand literally he was clutching for her hand And, you know, people felt like maybe the, you know, the wife wasn't happy, you know, because honestly, the way she was sitting, her body language just kind of showed that she wasn't very comfortable or confident. I don't know. So, and, you know, the fact that he never showed his wife for a very long time, you know, which I don't know which man or man in his right sense is going to, you know, go and be a whole relationship advisor. It's almost like you're a pastor preaching, but you don't want to show your wife for what? Like if you really want to be out there, then you need to show your whole, you know, happy marriage or whatever this is, and he wasn't. So, I don't know, maybe, you know, I don't know what he was trying to do. And the and the only time he gets to show her is when he's making a whole um apology video or, you know, a video of him admitting this and I feel like he literally strategically placed his wife there to kind of make it seem like she supported him and she's over the whole you know cheating scandalous ish he's been up to and that you know she supports him and she's by his side and you know they're all good which honestly in the movie in in the video sorry it's show the opposite to be honest so and people were literally commenting "Blink twice woman if you need help you know (laughs) so um that was just you know something i really needed to get off my chest guys because i just cannot stand cheaters lying ass cheaters is let's just hope and pray our own partners ain't gonna be doing this because this is just it's just hard honestly marriage is hard enough relationship is hard and you cannot trust anyone you cannot and I feel like yeah you really trust someone till you can't because you're trusting someone and the minute they do something then you just automatically generalize that men are trash men are cheaters all men are liars you know there ain't no good men out there because people expect of people experiences and I'm not really gonna you know I understand their their experience and their feelings and that's really hard you know to kind of just twist back around into you know to believe otherwise when you've experienced numerous and numerous times that's just sad honestly I've never had anyone cheated on me I mean okay my ex did kiss a girl but I mean I felt like okay it was cheating but it wasn't like cheating. Che- I mean, okay, you know what? I take that back. All cheating is cheating. So maybe I have been cheated on anyways, even though it was with kissing and I was, you know, 20 years, no, 23 years of age at that time, I believe. So, but I've never had, you know, like a whole sexual, you know, um, cheating or, you know, talking to someone emotionally, you know, because those ones also are really or really, really bad, you know the kind of you know talking that leads to you know physical contact this is what i mean so i mean i've i've you know had the whole you know talking to someone else uh, um someone else, and when I found this out, I cut it off immediately because honestly, I cannot stand in, and I cannot even give someone another chance because I just know where it's gonna lead, and my brain is just gonna keep thinking like okay what's going on and Once you start, you know, because I'm this kind of person, I'm honestly not an insecure person, but when you give me a reason to be, I honestly just check out and I exit the door because I cannot be in my own loving, secure, my head relationship, and now you're trying to make me feel insecure, make me feel like I'm the insecure one, I'm the, you know, bad guy now, so no, thank you, I'm just going to leave because there are other people out there who are going to, you know, appreciate you for what what you are and what you're worth, you know, which is priceless. So to end this rant segment on a lighter note, um, I had a conversation with my friend um, as of last week, and I thought, why not share it to kind of, you know, get you guys' opinion, what you guys think about it. So do DM me on my Instagram, Agnesita, SSWT, or on Twitter, Agnesita1. So, um so we had a conversation because um her birthday was actually um this month um around i guess um mother's day and we had been having a whole conversation before that um she was gonna have a party because i had my birthday uh, last month and she really kind of liked the whole concept and wanted to piggyback also off of that which i was really happy about so when she had told me that um she was gonna you know do the birthday actually two weeks two weekends later in my mind at first i just kind of thought that was too too far off from the birthday in my opinion i like to do a birthday the weekend before or the weekend after you know if my birthday is not on the weekend and it's during the weekdays so i just feel like it's just it's it's just in a whole alignment of this you know anything two weeks to the end of the month, I just, in my opinion, it's kind of like a whole celebration party, but, um, nonetheless, I was really happy either way she was gonna do that, because also she wanted to celebrate, also kind of, you know, finishing her school year and all that, so it made sense, so in my opinion, I had already just programmed that I would get her a present towards, um, the birthday weekend that she intended to have her party on because I hadn't actually figured out what you know, how you just don't know what you're gonna get till maybe not last minute, but at least till a few days before then, boom, your brain starts like working and you just get creative. So, anyways, that was my intention, but um, I guess. A week into that, she then told me she canceled it, that she's not going to have her birthday party. And that was so sad, you know, because I wanted to party. I was excited for this whole party thing. And so when we had dinner, she had told me, where's my birthday present? And honestly, it just skipped my mind. Because, it skipped my mind, first of all. But then on the second thought, I was like, but your birthday is long gone. You had your birthday kind of like um about a week ago, you know and i was expecting you know your party next week and so i didn't get no present either way you know and she was like but still i want my present you know this kind of thing <laughs> and in my opinion and guys tell me if i'm wrong i just don't know maybe it's because i'm in poland now and it's been done differently because in in sweden it's kind of also different culture in sweden you can give your friends present even still within that month when you see each other, it's still fine. I think it depends what kind of friends, you know, if you're really, really close friends. If you're just a friend, you're not actually obligated, honestly. But um, in Poland, (laughs) I feel like they, if you're having a birthday party, then it kind of gives them this like, okay, now we need to get her a present. If not, honestly, no one gets your present. And I don't know why tell me, guys, if I'm wrong, you know, because um, I feel like if it's on your birthday, yes, you meet each other, you know, during that week or, you know, that weekend, yes, you should give, you should give your, even your close friends or your friends present, you know, but after that and your meeting, it's kind of already passed and everything and you kind of had a whole celebration. People just assume, okay, you already had that, your birthday party and things and, so they just don't give you a birthday present. This is this is just how I've lived it here for the past five years. So when she asked me for the birthday present, I was thinking, but wait, you're not making any parties. So, you know, why do you still wear your birthday present? And she said, but I gave you a birthday present, you know? And I was like, yes, you did, but I had a party. So of of course you should give me a birthday present. And she was like, but no, just because you had a birthday present, Birthday party doesn't mean you are supposed to expect a birthday present. I'm like, no, just because I have a birthday party is more of a reason why I expect a birthday present. Oh, my God, guys, we were going back and forth. So (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong, guys. But for me, I feel like any party you make when it's a house party, like a housewarming party, you know, not a house, a regular house party, but a housewarming party. Um, a birthday party, a graduation, um, you know, or like a wedding reception, like a wedding party kind of thing, like a um, bachelorettes night, bachelors night, you know, you should get a present. This is just what I think, in my opinion. Like it's just the the courtesy when you go to someone's house for the first time, or like a whole double date. You should get that person a present because they're the one hosting you and, you know, you don't have to incur any cost and they're doing everything and they're planning everything. So you giving them a present just shows and signifies that, um, you know, you appreciate them putting together the whole party and, you know... You just appreciate them. And that's kind of like saying thank you. So in my opinion, I just feel like if I didn't get any present on my birthday party, I will be salty because... I was just thinking you just came to my party to just eat and drink and dine and call it a day. So it doesn't even matter if you're my close friend or not. I feel like I deserve a birthday present. And why I had and you know, she was like, I expected more from you because you were the one saying (laughs) we need to get you a present, something you like for your birthday. And I'm like, Yes, I said that because last year I had a whole big ass party like extravagant, you know, two you know, two things, um one during the day and one at night so and can you imagine Even when I had told people to refer to my best friend at that time to, you know, to ask for birthday present ideas. Can you imagine some people came and they didn't even bring anything? Some people came and didn't even give me anything on my birthday wish list. They just gave me something that I did not want. And honestly, I always tell people before, you know, you give me a present what I absolutely do not want. If I say I don't want wine, I don't want bags and shoes because I have Enough of this and clothes, and you give me this honestly, it's just gonna lie in my closet. And I heard from people that you know you shouldn't gift it, regift it, throw it away to bad luck, so I just keep it all in my closet. And you know, one, two years they're still there and they haven't been touched or used. So I just feel like why should you get someone something they wouldn't need just because you know, I don't know, like. It's just always nice to get someone, something that you know that they're going to use because it makes you happy. It makes them happy. And if you don't know what to give them, just give them a whole gift card and they can go buy whatever. But when you give them a gift card, you need to give them a lot of, you know, cash on it. Because honestly, people giving you a whole gift card with like nothing you can buy with that, honestly, it's just also stupid because... Rather, I would rather you actually be creative and actually think what I really, really like and then just go buy it and cut off the price tag off. Like, I don't want to see it. But if you want to give me cash or, you know, a gift card, then you better make it worth, you know, the money and the effort. So, and honestly, people are really bad at giving gifts. Like, I know I'm one of the best person at giving gift, and people can testify to that. But I just feel like, yes, if we're going to someone's party, yes, because, you know, they're covering a lot of costs, you know. Or, you know, I'm seeing that person on their birthday or that weekend on their birthday or the weekend before. Like, it just makes sense, a whole lot of sense. So we were just kind of going back and forth, you know, because she had her own perception, which I might, you know, agree to some extent. But I just felt like when you're in a different country, it's been done differently. And <laughs> so I was just kind of telling her how it is. And she was like, no. So, I mean, I, I think we're close it. So I'm like, I know, honey, it's not that I wouldn't get you now that I know that you're like you're going to get it either way. It's like more of a, you know, thing for me. Like, okay, I'm going to get her. Even if it's the end of the month, I'm still going to give her because that's just how she is. And I have no problem with this. I feel like everybody is different. You know what I mean? But I was just explaining my own version to her that it was odd for me at first. And I can imagine it was odd for her at the same time. And, but mind you, I have a whole lot of friends, you know? So imagine me giving everyone birthday present during the year and they're not even having no birthday parties you know I'm just like oh it was your birthday last week so here you go next week or you know around that time and didn't have a whole birthday to kind of invite me to or anything like that's just you know bad on my end because I know for sure on my birthday not everyone are sending me birthday present no one sent me birthday presents um like literally except the people that attended my birthday um, party and my other um, extended families and, you know, my boo and everything like this. So that's honestly, I mean, of course, people took me out to dinner, you know, every day of my birthday, which was awesome, which I feel like that's even way more better than actually getting me something because it's literally like giving me your time of the day to just talk and, you know, celebrate with me in itself. So, that i really really appreciate it but yeah so guys tell me what you think on this whole birthday (laughs) present thing because honestly i really really got confused and also i was intrigued by the conversation so i was like honestly i would like to share this with people because what do they actually think and you know that would be great to to know so let me know guys On this note, guys, I'm going to call it a day. It's been fun talking to you guys. And I know that I should post more often. But guys, as you can tell from my IG stories, I've been busy lately, honestly. And I think it's going to be like this for a very long time. So at least, guys, I promise you guys, I'll be posting once a month. If not, maximum once every other two weeks. But thank you guys for always supporting, listening, sharing, sh- sending me your DMs, your opinions, what you think, asking questions. I just love you guys for supporting me on my, you know, on Get A Story journey. And this is why I really love what I do. And I'm honestly not going to quit. So um, see you guys next time. Um, I wish you guys a happy, lovely rest of the week um a great weekend and remember guys always stay true to yourself and be kind to one another kisses thank you guys for listening and staying tuned till now if you like this episode or you would like me to talk about something else in my next episode or you have questions comments anything Just DM me on my Instagram account, Agnesita, A-G-N-E-S-I-T-A, and I'll get back to you guys. It's your girl Agnes on On Ghetto Stories.